Welcome to Linking the Wealth. I'm your host, Akindale Akinyami. I'm the president and CEO of the Global African Business Association. Today, we're going to talk about the development of a technical district. Now, I've spent over 20 years in education in both K-12 and higher education. And one of the key things that I've learned early on in my educational career was life is more life is more deeper than the debate that we see um, with Democrats and Republicans here in the United States, uh, whether they are arguing over um, more funding for traditional public schools or more um, raising the cap off charter schools, uh, which is a public which is nothing but a public school um, legally. Um, but it's but it's managed by normally by a management company. I mean, some charter schools don't have management companies; they're self-managed. Um, but most of the time, those charter schools are managed by a management company. Um, or the or the debate about tax credits and vouchers. What I've learned on my journey as a not just as president and CEO of GABA, but just as a, a professional in the educational space, is the need for a 21st century. Um, educational um, vehicle, as I call it. And we are moving away from those types of debates. And now we're paying attention to how we educate our children um, in a post-COVID-19 environment as it pertains to um, delivery, as it pertains to methodology, as as it pertains to pedagogy, and most importantly, as it pertains to execution. And so years ago, you know, we worked, we, GABA was launched in Inkster. And one, one of the reasons why we went to Inkster seven years ago was because uh, the state of Michigan had just dissolved the Inkster School District. Now, there have been conversations, and I worked with some community folks about setting up a charter school that would have a, more of a focus on international Uh, education and uh, international academy, but because of the lack of funding uh, and the lack of board support, um, we had to put that on the shelf. And so one of the things I have come up with um, strategically is the concept of the concept of what is called a technical district. And so a technical district is a proposed uh, vocational or career technical education school district um, that is placed uh, or converted um, converted from a traditional model to a more vocational model as a new school district. We don't have technical districts or career technical education school districts in the state of Michigan. Um, they normally, those kind of CTE programs normally fall under the umbrella of the uh, traditional school district like Romulus or Taylor or Wayne Westland or or the uh, intermediate school district here in the state of Michigan. But when you go to a place like New Jersey, they have these vocational school districts. So we so I'm proposing as a as a leader in this community and as the Global African Business Association as part of our city, or part of our city focus of creating a 21st century hub of not just global excellence, but within the framework of the fourth industrial revolution, a technical district. Now, let's let's take a look at what that looks like. So the purpose 
of a of a technical district is to create a network of K-12 hubs with either uh, with career technical education, science, technology, engineering, arts and mathematics or a world international baccalaureate curriculum within the boundaries of both a municipality or a ISD or intermediate school district. So for this, for the comp, so we're going to use Inkster, Michigan as an example moving forward of what this technical district could look like uh, if implemented um, properly. So we're going to move forward with Inkster, Michigan. Inkster is 20, uh, 23, 24,000 residents, six square miles um, next next to Westland, Garden City, um, Kitty Corner to Romulus, Michigan, where we're currently where we're currently located. And Inkster has a has an opportunity to reinvent itself, even if um, even if the state forgive um, Inkster schools, its debt, okay, forgives its debt. Inkster has an and, and they re, and somehow the Inkster school district comes back to life. We have an opportunity to create a very first technical district within this school district. So you're looking at your K-8 hubs, your K-8 grade hubs contained within this uh, Inkster technical district that will focus on STEM, soft skills and career building skills. You have financial and civic literacy will be taught at every grade level. That's important. Financial and civic literacy will be taught at every grade level. It doesn't matter if they're in kindergarten. It doesn't matter if they're in first grade. They need to know financial and civic literacy um, at that at that stage. So by the time they get in 12th grade, they'll be astute citizens as it pertains to financial literacy skills and understanding the empowerment of entrepreneurship as well as understanding the power of voting they, they, because they have been trained for this um, for the last 12 years. You take a look at the ninth and 12th grade um, grade high school hubs uh, contained within an Inkster technical district that will be set up to allow high school uh, um, or secondary students from other countries to attend the local Inkster technical district as M1, uh, M1 students. Um, here in the United States. Now, M1 visa, let me just tell y'all the difference between an M1 and an F1 visa. Most students, uh, most students that enter the United States enter on a F1 visa. That's a traditional student visa. Let's say for instance, if those, if those students wanted to go to uh, around this neck of the woods where I'm at, I believe Southfield Christian School in Southfield, Michigan, um, those students will have to have an F-1 visa. A uh, M-1 visa is a specialized student visa that's, that is geared towards vocational um, education and vocational students. You see where I'm going with that? That's the strategy we would utilize um, to, to execute, um, execute the plan as it pertains to um, attracting international students on an M-1 visa. Now, phase one programs of this Inkster Technical District and this is going to be any technical district in any uh, uh, local urban municipality. Um, phase one programs can include cosmetology, um, culinary arts, information technology, marketing, uh, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, coding and medical assisting and CNA entrepreneurship. And then when we look at phase two programs of the tech of Inkster Technical District, um, you have plumbers, pipe fitters, steam fitters, aviation mechanics, tree trimmers, and um, landscaping uh, experts, ground uh, groundskeeping workers, 
uh, computer numerical control machinists, and financial engineering. And then phase three of the technical district are welders, physical therapy assistants, um, HVAC, uh, mechanics, electrical power line installers, uh, construction carpentry. And then phase four is more of your skilled tech trades um, that, that deals with cybersecurity, data analytics, blockchain engineering, artificial intelligence, machine learning, um, also understanding um, um, uh, network administration and so forth. Okay, so we have a framework of what we're, what kind of student we're trying to get. And these students will still learn, uh, um, you know, basic skills, of course, they will have to learn that. Um, but it's just that basic skills. Also, this is a high, also this technical district is a hybrid district. So that means these students are going to school um, either twice a week um, to learn these, to master these skills or three times a week to master these skills. And they're doing their basic studies at home. So when we look at the following members uh, that make up the cooperative body of the technical district here in Inkster or whatever municipality you decide to put a technical district, it's not going to consist. It's going to consist of about 11 members um, that's appointed by the governing body. So six members uh, elected at large uh, within a city like Inkster, one member appointed by the municipal library board uh, from the state library board um, here in this particular case, Michigan. Two members appointed by the community college, one appointment from a chamber of commerce uh, board pending approval from Wayne Risa, one member appointed by a member of a talent or workforce consultant agency, um, and a member of the U.S. Department of Education will serve as a liaison to the technical district. And so when we look at the financing of this particular technical district, um, the activities of the authority can be financed through one or more of the following sources, uh, contributions to the Inkster Technical District for the performance of its functions. Um, there's a, another option is to levy one meal on non-homestead and homestead properties within the municipality. Uh, revenues from any property building or facility owned, lease, license, or operated by the authority or under its control, uh, subject to the limitations opposed, imposed upon the technical district by trust or other agreements, um, we can take a look at here, at least here in the state of Michigan, we can look at loans from the Michigan Strategic Fund or the Michigan State Housing Development Authority or the Michigan Economic Development Corporation. Of course, uh, we always welcome um, our, our friends and uh, philanthropy and foundation grants from major nonprofit entities. Of course, we will be generating tuition from international students and, and as well as revenue from alternative teacher certification programs. And last but not least, the EB-5 Regional uh, Center System. And so there's a couple of things. There are a couple of things to pay attention to with this technical district as it pertains to uh, funding and, 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 and strategy. So one strategic thing that we can pay attention to is the local education foundations. Now, these are 501c3 nonprofit organizations with the express purpose of raising resources for technical districts, in this case, in a city like Inkster. Um, these local education foundations will also serve as the primary conduit for generation of sharing pool exempt non-tax revenue in municipalities with dissolved school districts like Inkster. A local education foundation is a citizen-led nonprofit organization that raises private dollars to 
complement existing school budgets and encourages community involvement in local hubs. And then you have something called weighted student funding. This is where stakeholders provide resources to elementary hubs on a per student basis, but with the amount determined by the educational disadvantage of the group to which the student belongs. So you have weight, uh, weighted student funding has three main elements. Money follows the student on a per student basis to the hubs they attend. The amount of the funding differs with the educational needs of the student and hubs are empowered to use the money as they deem appropriate. In addition, you have K-12 hubs within a technical district that can utilize a community school model where there are, there are a set of partnerships between hubs and community-based organizations to provide comprehensive academic health and social services to students and their families. These hubs serve as a central location to, the, to connect the school community with available services and opportunities, creating the conditions for students to achieve in school and beyond. And I'm sharing all that, and I'm sharing all that to say, um, when you're looking at, when you're paying attention to, and I want to, and I'm going to go a little more deeper about M1 um, students in just a second. When we're looking at a technical district, we're looking at a different model. Now, can that technical district, can that technical district function under a charter uh, authority? Sure, it can. Um, can it function under the traditional school model? Yes, it can. But we're not looking at, we're not looking at a regular traditional career technical education program under the umbrella of a school district. We're talking about an actual school district. So can a charter school uh, quarterback a career technical education district? Absolutely. Can a private school quarterback a career technical education uh, district? Yes, it can. Can a foreign entity like uh, Nigeria or Ghana or, or Senegal or, or even um, Kenya can they authorize through the federal government or the state government to create a technical school district with the type of partnerships, private, public-private partnerships to educate the students in career technical education or vocational education? Absolutely. So this technical district is a global model within the framework of the fourth industrial revolution. And so when we're looking at M1 foreign students, now again, I said M1, not F1, can, the, can a school waive the tuition requirement for a deserving M1 foreign high school student? And the answer to that is no, absolutely not. The law does not allow a foreign student in an M1 status to attend public secondary school on a tuition waiver. So these foreign students, these international students must pay um, the full unsubsidized per capita cost of education in all cases. Now, also, also what we wanna understand about M1 students, Kenan, organization or individual sponsor an M1 foreign student to attend a, a technical district. Yes, nothing in the, in the law will preclude an organization or individual from reimbursing the school authority, the technical district on the student's behalf, so long as the payment does not come from public funds. Okay. In addition, previous requirements that a foreign student has sufficient funds to cover education and living expenses while in the United States has not changed. And so, you know, we have to understand, we have to understand um, how M1 student could be impacted. And, and think about the age group with the M1 student or international students. I want to be real clear about that. We're looking at uh, M1 student, international students normally come around ninth, 10th grade and up. Okay. And so uh, I just want to make that clear. Um, 
Now, we have a teacher shortage here in the United States. And what does the technical district uh, teacher pool would look like? What will we do? Well, we will work with the community college. Now, I didn't say nothing about a four-year university, even though we're open for that. But we will work with the community college to help recruit a a limited number of international instructors on an H-1B, O, J-1, E-B-1, E-B-2, E-B-3 visa. Let me say that one more time. A technical district will work with the community college to help recruit a limited number of international instructors on an H-1B, O, J-1, E-B-1, E-B-2, E-B-3 visa. And the technical district is responsible for funding their H-1B, O, J-1, E-B-1, E-B-2, E-B-3 visas for their international instructors. Of course, um, if, if, of course, if there's an investor uh, that would like to build um, from the ground up, um, a, a new facility for a technical district here in the United States, that person will use an EB-5 visa and get, receive permanent residency um, and can teach within um, the technical district as well. And so these these are some things, these are some things that um, the characteristics, I want to go over this real quick and then we'll wrap up this dialogue on technical districts. Uh, the characteristics of, of a technical district, when you're looking at career technical education, workforce development, credit recovery, skill training and apprenticeships, skill tech trades, right? Then you have entrepreneurial financial academies, financial engineering, global business, financial literacy. When you're looking at global education, you have STEAM and STEM. You have E-STEM, that's Emerging Science, Technology, Entrepreneurial Management, Foreign Language Immersion, Geography and English. And then, of course, you have additional characteristics, um, whether it's dual enrollment, international networking with hubs globally in K-12, um, alternative high school, um, if that if we can do it online with the Entrepreneurial Academy of uh, imp- Implementation of Growth and Integrated Course Offerings, high school credit for middle school students, of course, um, expand on options of credit recovery and acceleration. So we, we have someone on our board here, we have somebody on our board um, here in, in GABA that does cyber education on um, both domestically and internationally um, that can tie into this. Um, also, also, uh, great uh, K-12 grade mastery of foreign language. Uh, we have to teach our kids more than one language um, in a technical district. And so where I'm going with all this, ladies and gentlemen, is where I'm going with all this, especially when you talk about alternative teacher certification requirements uh, to attract new teachers um, into this technical district. And now we have a robust district that we can move forward with and that can help uh, not just uh, educate the population, uh, whether we teaching them aviation mechanics so they can go work at an airport, at, a, at, at an airline, uh, fixing air, um, jets or whatever the case may be, but also uh, creating a, a system of community with a technical district. And so this, this uh, fourth industrial revolution uh, method can be used anywhere um, on the planet Earth. It doesn't matter if you live in Michigan, Maryland, Texas, Nebraska, Minnesota, it doesn't matter where you live. Um, there again, you go to New Jersey, they have a model there right now with vocational school districts. You can research that on your own. Um, the, you know, what I am trying to do is just put it in the framework uh, of the fourth industrial revolution. We have um, others uh, on our team that's working on similar uh, projects um, uh, with skill tech, skill tech trades, 
um, but in terms of developing the district, right? Developing the district itself. Um, and especially here in Michigan, where we have um, where we have neighborhood improvement authorities, NIAs, neighborhood improvement authorities is the sister authority to a TIFA district or, or a DDA, downtown development authority, where you can set up a neighborhood improvement authority aboard. And I'm just, just and this is just a a um, another thought to think about as we move forward. Set up a neighborhood improvement authority. Or that can also be the, that can also possibly be the governing body um, of the school within that particular neighborhood where the school is going to be housed. So there are all kinds of ways we can talk more about this, uh, but this is a this is a, a GABA initiative um, that we are continuing to move, work on and tweak. Um, we've the train has already left the station. We've already got the cyber education component moving forward, and so um, and there's more to come with this. This is linking the wealth. My name is Akindale Akinyemi. I'm your president and CEO of the Global African Business Association. Please check us out at GabaNetwork.com. GabaNetwork.com.